This is the theme song. It's Heavy Hitters, episode number two. Get ready, we're coming at you. <laughs> I'm Candy, she's Randy. This is the theme song. Season two, episode two. S2E2. I was about to say that, but I didn't know if anyone would understand what I was talking about. <laughs> well, if they don't, sorry. Yeet. Hello. Welcome back to the cornfield, motherfuckers. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, had a couple margaritas. Oh, Feel- nice. Feeling like the life of the party, and the party is me. Perfect. That's I mean, it's, sh- it's me and you, Rand. Margarita Monday. Yeet. Nice work. Then Except it's Taco Tuesday, so... It's release day Tuesday. <laughs> Yay. Just a little last minute. That's my fault. Because I saw um, literally two days after the last time you sent me a message mm-hmm. about recording that day that you had sent me a message about recording that day. Oh, yeah. you were, like, texting back and forth, like, quickly. Like, boom, boom, yeah. boom. And then I was reading our conversation back and I was like, oh, shit. I was in the middle of my boom boom back to your boom boom and missed your message. So here we are. <laughs> you just never replied. Whatever. I mean, I replied to the message that you sent before that. Yeah. <laughs> except you didn't reply to the message that I sent after, which means that you ignored me. I was not doing it on purpose, okay? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine, I guess. Um, what have you been up to? Have we missed much in your life lately? No, pretty much nothing. Um, yeah. What about you, friend? Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've really done much. Cool. It just, yeah, and you know what? I like those weeks because that means that nothing too chaotic has happened, right? Exactly. And the best part about it is... I'm blank, never mind. There's not a good part. (laughs) What just happened? Okay, I I died. It's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that the best part about it is to be determined. Yes, <laughs> We will decide what that is this week. Maybe if we both go through smoothingly, swimmingly, smoothly, swimming. swimmingly. You know, <laughs> smooth sailingly. Yes, swimmingly <laughs> and stuff. One of those water euphemisms. I love a good water euphemism. <sighs> Hell over high water, we will get improved. <laughs> okay, um, I don't see this getting better. So what do you got <laughs> for us this week, Randy? Well, I, um, I kind of... Did a little bit of a stretch for this week. Because, you know, I love to reach for a good topic. <laughs> reach. Love well, a good reach. You know, we talked last week about the best and the worst. The, the heavenly and the hellacious of Halloween. Yes. And in that discussion, we talked about m- movies. And we talked about Hocus Pocus. And speaking of, have you watched Hocus Pocus 2 yet? Hell Yeah. And what did you think? I thought it was good. Like, I, I was not mad. 
I'm also not mad. I think it's very cute. I do think that, like, the OG was a little more mature than the second one, if that makes sense. Right. I felt like they were trying to target, like, the next generation's children. Yeah, it was kind of childishly, but I I don't know. I mean, the OG was also, you know, geared towards children. But it was just, I feel like, like I said, more mature children, maybe. Like, older kids. I don't know. Yes. I don't know, but it was so cute. It was good. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to my topic here. Um, you know, the Sanderson sisters were witches of Salem. So I figured let's talk about the Salem witch trials. Yo, I am, I am big fan, big fan. Um, like go. I said, maybe a little bit of a stretch, but I don't care. I connected the dots for all you. So I got my, nobody can be on. bad. okay so i'm just gonna jump right in Mm -hmm. so the salem witch trials took place in 1692 and 1693 which i mean i'm sorry but that is so long ago in 1692 salem sailed the ocean blue yes yes 200 years after fuck you columbus (laughs) Um, so actually at this time, this was like the Massachusetts Bay Colony, where Massachusetts obviously was. Um, so things were just kind of rocky. And basically they were, um, inventing the satanic panic. This was like the satanic panic (laughs) 1.0, where, (laughs) like, everyone was... A, not a God-fearing person, but a devil-fearing person. Like, badly. Everyone <laughs> who was anyone was totally a scared of Stan. Yes. And they were also afraid of attacks by indigenous tribes. There were fears of smallpox. Why would you be afraid of being attacked by the Indians? It's not like they stole their land or anything like that. <laughs> right? or I mean, they raped have no or reason. pillaged or... Oh, wait. No reason to be upset. I don't understand. Um, Obviously, joking. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Smallpox had recently, like, ravaged through the colony. So, they're, like, still coming off that. And witchcraft had just kind of been picked up in Europe in, like, the previous decades. But it was kind of winding down in Europe. And... These mounting fears of, like, witchcraft coming over here, like I said, smallpox, the devil himself, um, attacks by indigenous tribes, everything was just piling up on everyone, and so everyone was basically just paranoid all the time. Sounds very stressful. I get get it. Right. I mean, yeah. So, in January of 1692, like I said, this was 1692 to 1693, they start right off the fucking bat in 1692. Yeah, straight up. So there's a nine-year-old girl, and this is just so funny to me to read some of these and think of children with these names, because they're old lady names. Betty, nine-year-old Betty Paris, <laughs> and Abigail Williams, who was 11. That that name's not so bad. Um, They were cousins. Um, Betty was Reverend Samuel Paris's daughter, and Abigail was his niece. Fun fact, Reverend Paris was actually the first ordained minister in the Salem village. 
But a lot of people in the area were not really a big fan of his work because they were like, okay, he's greedy. Like, we don't like him because he's greedy. Which, I'm interested to know how a reverend would be greedy or why they thought that, but that's all I right. So, all of a sudden, Betty and Abigail were just very violently ill and very sudden. Which, <laughs> let me just say, it was described as being violently ill, but when you hear some of their symptoms, it's like, okay. Get their first period. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of. I mean... I felt violently ill when I had mine. <laughs> it it could I mean... I, <laughs> these symptoms don't line up with that, but... Honestly, having your first period is probably worse than what they were experiencing. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. So the girls were making odd sounds. They were grabbing their heads. And they were contorting their bodies in odd ways. Throwing things and hiding from people underneath furniture. (laughs) So that made them very ill. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like normal kids. They're just Uh, like, fuck you, adults. Yeah, this sounds like something... Or, you know, a kid that wants to stay home from school for a little bit, they're like, oh, yeah. I'm mom, I'm fucked up. Like, okay. So Want to see what I can do? Yeah, watch me hide underneath this table, mom. I'm scary. <laughs> that makes, and let me just grab my head. <laughs> yeah, grabbing um, their heads. Right. That Just such an interesting symptom. I mean, I grab my head a lot because I have migraines. So do you. Dude, I was literally like, my head hurts right now. Like, am, am I a witch? Right. It, it, I, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> By these standards, yes. Shit. <laughs> so at the time, the two courses of treatment for these ailments were medicine, which I don't know what medicine, but just medicine in general, and prayer. Um, and the two girls found no relief from their symptoms from these treatments. So, of course, their parents decided that the only other explanation was that the girls had fallen victim to the effects of witchcraft, which they also called the devil's magic. The devil. Yes, the devil himself, which just makes me think of Hocus Pocus and when the one man is dressed up as Satan (laughs) they all go in the house and they're like oh master (laughs) oh master (laughs) he's like these bitches like me I love Satan and his wife is not impressed (laughs) yeah (laughs) so his magic um so as the girls you know symptoms began to disturb more and more people obviously it was the talk of the town Mm -hmm. um Basically, everyone in the village was talking about it, and then people were um, experiencing the symptoms that the girls were experiencing. It's called psychosomatic. (sighs) Or it's called... These people got a lot of attention, so I'd like a lot of attention. (laughs) Yeah. So other people found themselves with the sickness. They were down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. (laughs) Um... I can't make that noise. John and I do it at each other all the time, and I just, I can't do it. I hate Disturbed. Can I just say that? I I think every song they have is bad. Well, that's fair. It's fair. Simon and Garfunkel did it better. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay, sorry. 
So other people who fell ill were saying that they had spirits stabbing them and choking them. So basically they were claiming that they were possessed by the devil. And then they were like, okay, this is the devil's magic. And hence my being possessed by him. And so they were like, here's the names of some women who have caused my downfall. So the first women who were named were Tituba, who was a slave of the Paris family. She oh, came yeah, from of Barbados. Yeah, right, right. She's not from here. She doesn't even oh. go here. Oh. Um, Sarah Good was a homeless woman, and she was also named. And Sarah Osborne, who was an elderly woman that was very impoverished. So those three were the first three that got thrown under the bus. So, interesting to me that there are two Sarahs. I mean, I guess maybe that was a really common name then, but... Yeah. Or somebody was like, um, let me think of a name, since I... Mm, Sarah, 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 Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, Tituba, Sarah, and Sarah were put on trial on March 1st of 19... No, not 1962. (laughs) 1692. So both of the Sarahs pled their innocence to the local magistrates, but Tatuba said, quote, The devil came to me and bid me serve him, and that comment was all it took. So after that, all three of the women were thrown into jail. Well, shit. Yeah, even though the other two were like, no, I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> so now the frenzy really took off, because Tatuba also stated that there were other people who were practicing the devil's magic, a.k.a. other practicing witches. Dun, dun, dun. Amongst the Puritans. How dare they? Boring bitches. So names were just thrown out left and right of people who were engaging in witchcraft. And the people who were named were basically anyone from acquaintances, neighbors, to complete strangers. Like, they'd be like, oh, that lady over there. She's yeah, Regina she... down the street didn't give me no <laughs> Regina sugar. She didn't give me no sugar when I needed some. Yep. So she's a witch. Yep, basically. I saw those cookies she made. Or Don't. she asked me. For my ass. She asked me for sugar. How dare that bitch? How dare that bitch? Doesn't <laughs> she know wearing a flag? Uh, <laughs> a, a panoramic. A pan de express. <laughs> So, as... <laughs> okay, so as these accused witches, in air quotes, were questioned, they obviously would then throw more people under the bus. Again, anyone from their mom or sister to Betty, who, you know, is not nine years old, but like 55 years old. Oh, I damn. mean, <laughs> anyone, just anyone. So, May of 1692, after all these people have been named, basically the only logical solution in the eyes of the government at the time was to have a special court convene in Salem under the direction of the governor, whose name was William Phipps. And Phipps. Phipps. William Phipps out of his ass. Bitch. So, this was due to, basically, the overwhelmingness 
that the justice system was facing because, like I said, everyone was under attack. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They were having to host a trial for everyone and their fucking dog, basically. So the first person that was tried by the special court was a woman named Bridget Bishop. And Miss Bishop was 60 years old at the time. Okay. Um, Miss Bishop was known for indulging in gossip and being a bit promiscuous because she had been married three times, perhaps even four. How dare she? Well, if her husbands keep dying, who's supposed to take care of her? Well, and I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah, if she's not married four times at once, the the promiscuity. Yeah. So, at the start of the trials, she had been accused of bewitching Abigail Adams. You know. Or Mm -hmm. no, Abigail Williams, sorry. From the very beginning of the story. Correct. Um, Another woman named Anne Putnam Jr. Um, That is such a witch trial name. I bet Anne was an evil one. Well, and also, Anne Jr., what in the Lorelai Gilmore um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anne Putnam Sr. is just like, I'm going to name my child after myself. So she Fuck fucking did patriarchy. it. patriarchy. Go for it, Anne. I'm so <laughs> sorry. My cat is whispering sweet nothings into the microphone. Dude, I heard him. <laughs> so um, she also had been accused of bewitching a gal named Mercy Lewis. Then there was Mary Walcott and Elizabeth Hubbard. Hubbard? Hubbard. Old Mother Hubbard. (laughs) A man named Cotton Mathers. Cotton Mather, sorry. Singular. Cotton Mouther. Cotton Mouther. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) He wrote a book called Wonders of the Invisible World that basically talked all about the Salem Witch Trials. So, according to his book, many people testified against Miss Bishop. And in their testimonies, a lot of them stated that she would pinch people she would bite, and she would lift people by their throats. And she referred to the devil as, quote, her god. And her own husband, I mean, one of the four, how dare she, <laughs> um, testified that she worshipped the devil. That's pretty pretty shitty of them. Yeah, right? I just like that it was testified that she would pick people up by their throats. Just the throat. Yeah. No, nothing else. Like, I don't understand, but okay. <laughs> um, so Mr. Mather also said in his recollection of the trials that any time Miss Bishop... Miss Bishop... Miss <laughs> Bishop looked at any of the people accusing her of this, they would be, quote, struck down immediately, at which point only Miss Bishop's touch would revive them. So that is a little interesting to me. Um, I mean, go Bridget. Go Bridget. (laughs) One person said that Miss Bishop's apparition had come after her and attacked her, tearing her coat. And she brought her coat to the trial to show everyone that it was torn in the exact spot that she had described. So this was basically a smoking gun in her trial. But really, the actual smoking gun. (laughs) 
You can't make this shit up. <laughs> like, literally, my coat has a tear. I'll show you, bitch. Like, I tore my coat, and I would like a new one, so I'm gonna say that she tore it. And it was I know her. exactly where the rip was. Yeet. But what really got Bridget Bishop into trouble, she was found to have a third nipple. <laughs> and that was considered pure witchcraftery. I mean, that was the end-all be-all. Okay, you know what? People these like she would make bank off OnlyFans. <laughs> you, they just don't know how to fucking appreciate appendages, right? I mean, too bad she was born in the 1600s and not the this day and age. I mean, <laughs> the these days, <laughs> the these days, the nows. <laughs> so, due to basically the testimonies of she would, you know, pick people up by their throats. Um, tear people's coats and she had three nipples she was the first <laughs> woman to die in the colony after she received a guilty verdict in her trial that's fucking mean it's such bullshit like that is all hearsay I mean you're gonna say her apparition ripped your coat throats and coats bitches nothing safe <laughs> these days there's no physical evidence. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not going with the coat as being physical evidence of her doing anything. Um, yeah, like, I just... So, Bridget was hanged. Oh, oh my gosh. That was cat- scary. That was my cat. Quit jumping up here, please. That was my titty tat. Please stay down there. Mommy's <laughs> working. <laughs> um... So, yeah, she was hanged on June 10th, 1692, which was eight days after receiving her verdict. That's fucking nuts. That's so fast! Like, they didn't even give her a fucking chance. They were like, yeah, she's guilty and I got a lunch at noon. Can we speed this up? Yeah, basically. So, um, where she was hanged then became known as Gallows Hill. Um, And really... Um, now we're just going to kind of bust into some names. So there were 18 other people that were hanged as a result of the Salem Witch Trials. George Burroughs. I'm surprised they hung a man. There's actually a few men. hanged. I know, I don't ever, I I feel like when it's talking about this, it's hanged. But like, you hung out with your friends. Yeah, (laughs) you hung the coat up. Yeah, I don't know. Everything that I read was referring to it as hanged, too. Okay, deal. <laughs> I, I support this. Um, so, George. Then Martha Carrier. Then Martha... Well, this is not in chronological order. This is in alphabetical order. Oh, great. Martha Corey. Um, and fun fact that is actually not fun at all. <laughs> Martha's husband was what they called pressed to death. Um, oh god because he would not enter a plea of guilty or not guilty he was just like straight up not participating when he was accused of witchcraft so he ended up um this was you know what they did at the time they were trying to well yeah but they were trying to get him to plea you know not the fifth so (laughs) they decided that the way to get him to make a plea one way or the other was to just throw stones at him constantly oh yeah so they did that um and it killed him after being stoned for three days 
What the fuck? Who has the time? Yeah, I don't know if it's just like you Jesus. go in shifts the whole town, <laughs> right? Or one man is supposed to do it. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, that killed him. So that's pretty fucking sad. A gal named Mary Easty was hanged. Sarah Good. Remember her? Yeah. Sarah, Sarah apparently not so good. Um, hey. Elizabeth Howe. And also, let me go back to the Sarah Good. That's bullshit because she's the one that said she wasn't guilty. But she was on trial at the same time as the other Sarah. And at the same time as the slave. And the slave was the one who was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I work for him. Um, and she got hanged. So interesting. Yes. So Elizabeth Howe, then George Jacobs Sr., Susanna Martin, Rebecca Nurse, um, Alice Parker, Mary Ayer Parker, John Proctor, and oh, I did not look up the sp- pronunciation of this name. Puditor? P U D E A T O R. P U D. Yeah, okay. Your guess is as good as mine, friend. <laughs> then Wilmot Red, Margaret Scott, Samuel Wardell, Sarah Wilds, and John Willard. Willard. So in addition to the 18 that were hanged, um, five inmates of the jail died while they were serving their sentences before they were even able to be hanged. And that was John Durant, Lydia Dustin, Ann Foster, Roger Toothaker, Sarah Osborne, other Sarah, you know. Mm -hmm. Mercy, who, this is very sad, was an infant child of Sarah Good. What the fuck? And then another infant child of a woman named Elizabeth Scargan, who was in jail. Why? No clue. That's absolute bullshark. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I almost, like, part of me, like, didn't even want to include that because that's even more upsetting than the whole fucking rest of it. Yeah. Okay, I shouldn't say it's more upsetting than the rest of it, but it's a very upsetting it's factor upsetting. of the whole story. Big ol' upset here. Yes. But, on the other side of things, there were nine people who were fortunate enough to escape from being jailed. Um, John Alden, Daniel Andrew, Mary Bradbury, Elizabeth Carey, Philip and Mary English, Edward Farrington, that name sounds very distinguished, (laughs) Um, Mary Green, George Jacobs Jr., and Ephraim Stevens. Notice how most of those names who were lucky were men. I'm just saying. True. But I, I'm still so, so surprised that even any men were jailed, period. Right. Like, okay. honestly, that's something I did not know. Yeah, I'm, like, surprised. I mean, I thought I heard about it prior to this. I mean, like, I feel like we, you never get that much, like, from school and stuff like that for these oh, yeah. types of things. So, yeah. But, yeah. dang. Absolutely. So, all in all, there were around 200 residents that were jailed during this time for practicing the devil's magic. And after some reflection, Governor Phipps decided that he should end the Salem witch trials in January of 19... God, I keep wanting to say 19. My brain is reading a year that, you know, was not too far away from my life, but no, it's 1693. (laughs) Later, he decided that he was going to pardon 
and release all of the imprisoned people that were um, charged with, with witchcraft charges by May of 1693. But sadly, like, that does not undo all the other shit. Like, right. <laughs> um, so January 14th of 1697, which was nearly four years later, the Massachusetts General Court declared a day of fasting, prayer, and soul-searching in reflection of the tragedy of the witch trials. And then in 1702, the court decided that the trials had been unlawful. (gasps) No shit. (laughs) Oh, good good thing they're all dead now. Right. Like, yeah, you you have killed 18 people (laughs) and then more people died while they were waiting to basically be let out of jail because they didn't do anything wrong. But okay. Whoops. Then in 1711, a bill was passed to restore the good names of the accused. So the families of, basically, I'm going to call them the victims because really they were the victims in this fucking situation. Right. Um, so the families of the victims were awarded 600 pounds in restitution. Hmm. What that is in today's dollars, I should look up here. Hang on. What's the the song on Jeopardy? <laughs> Tip me over and pour me out. In 1693, 600 pounds would be... $139,236.52. Oh, okay. According perfect. to the University of Wyoming pounds to dollars historical conversion currency chart. Well, we're going to go ahead and trust that. So thank you for <laughs> playing along on this game of Jeopardy. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously there's no dollar amount you can put on a human life. But it wasn't like they were getting five dollars at least. That's a pr- that's a good dollar amount. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's decent. Um, so, however, <laughs> this is some real shit. The <laughs> state of Massachusetts did not formally apologize for the Salem witch trials until guess what year? Two thousand. <laughs> okay, close in, in in the scheme of things, nineteen fifty seven. Jesus Christ, I was going to say 1968. That was my next chance. That's almost 250 years later. Like, what the fuck? That's literally like if, like, okay, that's literally like if they were like, hey, to all black people, African Americans, black Americans, sorry, bro. Like, if that just happened tomorrow. Yeah, like, what the fuck? We've had 250 years to think about our mistakes, and we've decided that that was bad, and we're sorry. Like, okay. We're not going to do it again. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're done. Probably, probably. Forgive us. We're sorry. Forgive us, Father, for we have sinned. Whoops. So, unfortunately, this is... I'm going to end on a little bit of a sad note. I love being sad. So, in all of the name clearing and whatnot, there were seven names that were forgotten. Um, so in 1957, when Massachusetts was like, oh, by the way, we're sorry, um, the name of Anne, oh gosh, and here we are again, that name that I didn't know how to say earlier, Pudater, whatever. Pudater. Pudater 
was cleared. Great. Uh, um, in October of 2001. Oh, God. Bridget Bishop, Susanna Martin, Alice Parker, Margaret Scott, and Wilmot Red were formally um, cleared. And then you will notice, I mean, that is one, two, three, four, five, whoa. One, two, three, four, five, six people. So there are seven more that um, have not yet been cleared. They were like, you know what? No, those ones were actual wishes. Um, yes. Yeah, so the seven, or no, no, no. I'm sorry. In 1957, there they had realized there were seven names that were not ever cleared. So then I just listed six people. Mm-hmm. So um, that is because to this day. Elizabeth Johnson Jr., Miss Lorelai Gilmore, mm-hmm. has not yet been formally cleared in the state of Massachusetts. God damn it, Rory. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> They've had she, how many she was years a real to witch. get their shit together. Yeah, they got their shit together and they determined that she was, like, the witch. She it's was the one. It's now been, like, 325 years. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, I mean, just, just a couple <laughs> generations of her family have passed on time but... heals all like what the fuck <laughs> i i, I want to get her name cleared i'm sad for her <laughs> i'm sorry why is this so funny to me she's, she's probably my great grandma she, she was the real witch <laughs> she's my great great probably great grandma great 17 times removed grandma <laughs> yes that boom yep um so uh, I'm gonna write a letter to Massachusetts, probably. Be like, hey, what about that last one? Honestly, anyone who listens to this, I don't know who the governor of Massachusetts is. <laughs> because I'm so ill-informed. However, write them a fucking letter. Be like, yo, pardon my homegirl. I do know that it's not William Phipps anymore, because, again, that was almost 325 years ago. Charlie Bacon. And he has been the governor since 2015. Why so long? Damn. Charlie. That seems like too long. Charlie. Charlie bit my finger. Charlie bit my Massachusetts. My Massachusetts finger. (laughs) Um, so if you want to write Charlie a letter. (laughs) Free my address, Abigail. Oh, he has LinkedIn. Free Rory. <laughs> Would you like I to just, contact like, comment him? on com- contact him on LinkedIn? <laughs> hashtag Free Rory. I'll comment on his Instagram posts. I'll cyberbully him clearing <laughs> her name. Oh my um, god. Okay, here's his address. What? Here's his address where you oh can boy. send him mail. Oh, the mail address. I thought you were just like, this is his life address. This is where he lives. Go to his Shop house. Shop at his house. <laughs> Okay, so send it to Governor Charlie Baker's Office of Constituent Services. Will he open mail from Iowa? I, don't I was know. just going to say, will <laughs> Charlie Baker even open his own mail, period? I, maybe I should send him a strongly worded email. I don't know. We're, we're going to try it. Strongly worded. No cusses. Massachusetts State House, comma, 24 Beacon Street, comma, Office of the Governor, comma, Room 280, Boston, Massachusetts, 02133. You know who to call. Charlie. Not I, Do you want his phone number? <laughs> yes. 
because that's here too. Totally. 617-725-4005. Free Rory. Free Rory. Because that's the bullshit. <laughs> Dude, for result. But I'm just saying, like, maybe she was the real witch. They were like, we actually had proof of this one, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Probably because her mom named her after her. They're like, you're fucked up, so. Only witches would do that. Yeah, so really, mom should have been prosecuted, but instead we've got poor Elizabeth Jr. Right. Paying the price. Only witches disregard the patriarchy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't, don't let the men know that we are shapeshifters. We can't let the men know that we are shapeshifters. Oh, okay, well, that is all I have for the Salem Witch Trials. Spooky, scary skeletons. Yes. Well, wasn't that fun? It was fucking glorious. I mean, it was very historical. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a fan. That, that was fun. Hashtag free Rory. I will not rest. Well, I probably will to an extent, but <laughs> metaphorically, I will not rest. Rory is cleared. Rory has been resting for a couple years, though. Like I said, about Um, 325. (laughs) Shit. Rest her soul. (laughs) Oh, God. With with her um, god, Satan, rap. (laughs) Rip Stan. Saran, Satan. So wrong, fuckers. <laughs> Severin fucking dash. That's that's what uh Elizabeth Jr. is gonna say when she gets pardoned. Yes, she is. She will come back from the grave like Billy on Hocus Pocus and she will she's gonna literally clear her own fucking name. She's gonna come up and be like, Hey motherfuckers, it's me. And a witch brought me back to life. I'm not a witch, but a witch Somebody did this stop for me. me. They lit the lack flame. They lit the lack flame candle. They lit the black flame candle. I I'm gonna refrain from talking. Um, you just let me know when you want to sign off. <laughs> oh, we can sign off now. All right, so we will be back again next week with another episode of the Heavy Hitters Podcast. A continuation um, of spooky season. We're going to spook, spook, and spooker in this house. Yes, and this house. <laughs> Both of these houses, because we don't record together. And in your house, when you listen to this. Or your work, or your car, or the gym. Or a public restroom. <laughs> That's where I like to listen to podcasts. Oh yeah, keep it weird. Um, already... I guess there's one line left the same, Miranda. And that is. We will see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>